You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am your father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film with Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 424, mid-90s. The blockbuster <laughs> of the fall. <laughs> you mean like the blockbuster of mo- video? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I'm interested to hear our different takes. I think Joe and I are going to feel very nostalgic, and I just wonder. We're not. We're not. We're not. Oh. Okay. <laughs> this okay. We'll, right. get, we'll get into it. Okay. I was yeah. just curious. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, here like, we go. I, I was alive in the. No, 90s, I know you were, but <laughs> I, this is about kids in the nineties, right? Kids. Yeah. And so it's just you wouldn't have been into the same things. Yeah, I would have been like 25. in the mid nineties. I was right. eight. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just I would be that age that you know. Yeah. So anyway, okay. Yeah. So before we dig in, let's uh, go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. Real quick, shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on iTunes. You can go there, rate, review, subscribe. and uh, We know math now, so... We do? Well, that's how we know who hasn't oh. reviewed us. Oh, that is true. <laughs> <So> you <laughs> need forgot to... about our math, our mad math <laughs> Yeah, skills. so right. if you haven't left one yet, we will know. We will know. And also, don't forget, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash spoilers. While you're there, you can join the League of Show Sharers, people who were kind enough to join the League this week. Uh, Jason Weesey, Librarian Cynthia, Matt Gonzalez, Susan Carlson. I Eric... think that, is that a new one? No. Matt Gonzalez? No. Okay. No. I think you ask that like every time I say his name. <laughs> yeah. So, Matt... Uh, we appreciate your business, <laughs> even if Joe can't remember you. Uh, Aaron Marlowe, Travis T. Witt, Julianne Jordan, Chris James, Dylan Lang, Tom Comiskey, Laura Connolly Quiddick, Tammy Sherman Powers, Chris Magic Man, Ralph Tribble, Brent Smith, Richard Lawson, and Dustin at Nerds at Night Gaming. Congratulations, so. Dustin, on a hundred pounds lost. Yes, that is oh, quite wow, the feat. That's fantastic. Did he just he hit hundred pounds. I didn't lost. see that. That's that didn't pop up my feet. Last yeah. I saw, it was like ninety-five or something. No. Good for you, buddy. Yeah, yeah. So right that's on. Huge. So yeah, just shout out to Dustin. Or it's not huge. See what well, there? It's a huge was, loss. It's a huge loss, not, but he yeah. got smaller. I don't so think it's, it's a huge loss. Like I don't think he's gonna miss it. No, it's what? a huge <laughs> amount. It's a huge amount. Why you? God, Kevin. Dustin has this amazing achievement. You just keep crapping on the guy. 
Man. Dustin, go eat a Twinkie and deal with it. Oh, <laughs> no, don't do that. He's worked so hard. Send him off on a binge. Yeah. <laughs> Man. <laughs> uh, this took an ugly turn. It did. So uh, I, before we I just want to give a sh- quick shout out to listener uh, Christine Sandifer Hogue, who had a, we had a great interaction back and forth about how maybe some of us felt how the creepy weird kid from did Halloween. she ever come back I, she and did, say, she I did. missed and that I, and I was and trying I, to keep an eye I, on yeah, that yeah I answered her back I appreciate that that we have great listeners that will engage uh, that will engage mm-hmm. yeah and not just be mad and quit I think that's a very adult way to handle things because not everyone is going to agree all the time yeah. not everyone's always going to say things you like all the time that doesn't mean that you should not listen to 99% of the rest of the stuff I mean people just have different that depends on who it is well, <laughs> well I mean if it's that agree <laughs> like, I'm not going to listen to Alex Jones well he doesn't say 99% of good things that's 100% that's bad Thing. That's, that's what I'm saying. Right. I'm saying if, if, if you quit every show where someone said something you disagreed with, sure, like sure. you would not be listening to many shows. <laughs> that's and, true. And uh, you know, and then also sometimes things can be misinterpreted or right. You know, so right. that's cool. But no, so thank you to Christine for reaching out to us. Absolutely. That was great. So, uh, so there. I guess all that's all that. Let's uh, let's dig into the movie, shall we? I gotta tell you, I'm not a huge fan of this movie. I love this movie. I, this movie did something that I don't know that I've ever had a movie do for me, which is I spent the first. 20 minutes of this movie yeah actively disliking yeah like it turned it around for you and it turned around where when did it turn around for you? i don't know it's just it like at first i hate except for the main kid who i that kid was really good yeah except for the main kid yeah i spent the first 20 minutes half hour hating everybody in this movie i hated everybody the entire bags and i couldn't stand i I think these are 90s la kids and by but by the end yeah like I could see past their facade. Mm-hmm. The only one that I liked is the main kid. But they like were the, all hurt. They all showed you they have their problems. Like yeah. this movie, and what I think Tom's getting at is, you know, this this kid that has to act tough and put on front. Yeah, he's a jackass. But guess what? His mom's abusive, and you know, it's is like his mom abusive. Yes, she beats him and his sister. Oh, oh you mean Ruben? Yeah, the, not the, the old, that, not the older brother. Oh yeah, no, he's a okay. total d bag. Okay. But he also he's just this cool punk. I mean he you know whatever that's but all these little skater kids it's like yeah they put on these fronts and act the way they do but I mean when he had when the main character has that conversation with the kid that wants to be a skateboard pro like the and he talks kid. about the black kid yes yeah. and he talks about how you know uh, fourth grade who I'm guessing is supposed to be Jonah Hill I'm guessing that's how he knows I'm guessing he was the camera kid growing oh, up in know. LA he's I mean he said he's like I just went to a skate park and found kids and asked if they wanted to be in a movie no 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 but I'm guessing that Jonah fourth, Hill wrote and directed the fourth this. grade character. You don't, right. make, you don't make this up. Like he has yeah, I mean, to have. He, I mean, he said that this is you know he kind of traveled in this world when yeah. he was a kid. Okay. So I'm guessing that fourth grade is the placeholder for Jonah Hill and why he that. knew kids in this arena and everything. And he could have split off in the two different aspects of his character because I I also think he's kind of the main kid. Okay, sure. But but I don't think his home life was this. Was getting the I think his home life out was, of him? was pretty pretty solid. I think he. Yeah. Like I, I could have swore I heard an interview with uh, Mark Maron, and you know he seemed to. Did Jonah Hill actually talk, or did Mark Maron just talk the whole time? Because <laughs> uh, there's my problem with Mark Maron. <laughs> no, I like Mark Maron, but but uh, I just it, meant because he's well. Think about it. At the end of the movie, they make a movie called Mid '90s, and Jonah Hill wrote and directed this movie and made a movie Midnight. Like I just to me, that's yeah. how I interpreted that he was kind of, and of course it's an amalgam, but he was kind of the fourth grade sure, character. Sure. But my point is that that the skateboard, the oldest kid, talks to him and says, you know, that you know this kid, this is why he doesn't want to go home. He's he's getting abused. And 
and and this kid's the poorest kid I know, you know, and he's can't afford to buy socks. And it's like you really get you feel for these characters, and you realize that the skateboarding and their friends and the things they do is their only escape from these lives that they're living. And so you really do get a lot of great character development, and and I I just absolutely love this movie. Even and and it's it's going past a nostalgia thing, like. So the 90s are not that far away, right? But trust me, there are days where I was like, what do you, that was 20 years ago? What are you talking about? Yeah, like yeah. like the 90s are not that far away, but they're getting to the point where obviously we're starting to get a lot of people, especially most people in Joe and my generation who are starting to feel nostalgic because we're getting to that age where we're, obviously we're having families and we're getting older, but we're remembering all those great memories from the 90s. And so this is the first movie that I can remember that's really captured the nostalgia for the 90s, like that's just happening really well. It didn't, like that's, I think that's where you and I differ is like this wasn't my scene. No, it wasn't mine either, but I I I thought the surrounding elements. Not even that, like it's, Ren and Stimpy, Beavis and Butthead, Street Fighter 2, Super Nintendo, I mean, like, skateboard videos. All that, I mean, like, it's yeah, just... you're, that, that's true. All that stuff was... I do. I definitely remember all of that stuff. Yeah. And how old are you? I'm going to be 32. Okay, so I'm 36. Yeah. So like, there is definitely like a... I think even in our generation, there's a, there's a gap. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, well, and I think this is when culture began to fragment, right? In the 70s and the 80s, most people like consuming pop culture right consumed the same pop culture sure right mm-hmm. and in the 90s it's when the consumption of pop culture began to fragment so because like i feel like i was kind of at the epicenter for for 90s i feel like you're like early 90s but is that fair what do you mean I mean, like, I feel like your the nostalgia that you might have for the '90s is like '90, 90, '91, '92, '93. Well, I, I mean, I worked in the mid, you know, mid to late '90s. I worked in an alternative rock station, sure. so like, I mean, I was, you know, I was doing things like driving Everclear around in my car, like, so I mean, getting sprayed with Fago, getting sprayed with Fago <laughs> by Insane Cloud Posse, like, and so it's like, I mean, I, but like, this is a whole different side. Like, I didn't, like, I, I've never been into hip hop, so like. Right. All of that part of the nineties, like Donnie's Donnie Fandango. Yeah, Donnie right Fandango would alley. totally dig this movie. But uh, but like the, so, this end of the nineties, I, I don't have really any love for, and I didn't play video games, and so like none of that. So even though I feel like I have a lot of nostalgia for the nineties, it like it really wasn't about this end of yeah the this pop is, culture and, pool. And I don't know if this is this. I don't think it can be past me. I mean, I was thirteen and ninety six, so like these kids there's the, there's this gap of these kids where like the main kid is 16 like the youngest kid is probably 10 it's gotta be like 10 and the oldest kid is 16 so like i'm right in the middle yeah. of these kids but like there's i feel like there's nobody that would have been my age at this time right so they're all older i think the the one that's probably is ruben who's probably the closest to my age in that point but like i, I was never in the skateboard scene. I was never like yeah, hip hop was yeah, never my. But you didn't grow up in thing. L.A. In the I 90s. didn't, and you know, I gotta tell you, people in L.A. drive me crazy. Like <laughs> just like even today, like I, you just listen to the show. I don't care. My wife's best friend hus- husband. I want to punch in the face <laughs> on the reg with hmm. with stuff that they do. I'm just like that is the most L.A. I'm sorry if we have any L.A. listeners. That is the most L.A. thing I've ever heard in my life. And like it's, what? Uh, oh, what did they do? Where I'm just like. Are you talking about like going to like 
fancy coffee places or something or like what do you uh it's, like it's hard to, i don't know like because they it's hard to describe because every time i hear it it's just like god i hate that like just the just the way that this dude acts in my real life i'm just like ugh, with a side of ugh. Like he's a Giants fan, first of all, and he's just like, "Oh, we beat the Cardinals," and like starts to rub it in my face. I'm just like, "Dude, we have more champ. We have the second most championships in Major well, I don't League think Baseball. That's an LA. That's thing. not an LA. Yeah. yeah, that's. But like, it, it's just he is a, he's a very California dude, right? And it drives me nuts. Huh. So like these the characters in these movies, with the exception of the main kid, because I don't think he's like on the older kids level as far as like their life right so he's definitely into the same like he's into the same music that his brother is uh he's trying to he's trying, his trying. this is a yeah, little brother like, trying to be yeah. which makes complete sense to me yeah uh and i was not i did not get into hip-hop <laughs> it's so weird i didn't get into like 90s hip-hop until like 2012 like i was definitely punk metal alt rock grunge yeah. like that was my scene so like when they drop in the nirvana song immediately i was like oh yeah, how you, you doing? Now you're talking. Yeah, now that's you're talking. Piece of nostalgia too. That when I heard that. that I will like, say that I was like, that's one of my favorite Nirvana songs that they've ever done. The posters they have up, like to me, even though I wasn't in this scene, I found the characters and the story completely compelling. I loved the cam work. I loved the four by three aspect. I did appreciate I the four by three. That it aspect. looks like it was I didn't filmed like on an old camera. No, I loved it all. This made it feel like a skateboard video. Yeah, I, I mean, guess. I guess because in my head, I'm like, but we, we didn't shoot movies like that. We shot TV like that. Yeah, no, sure, but it's just, sure. but, but they shot skateboard videos like yeah. that and it, did it you just, ever watch did you ever get into those no okay or even like CK, CK, cky was like big yeah yeah which was it's uh bam margera bam margera and his brother yeah. cky was the band and that's kind of where jackass yeah. that got evolved, their, out, evolved yeah. out of cky so yeah. to me i love the look of it i love the characters and the story was compelling and then i had nostalgia on the surrounding and the perimeter items like the posters i mean the shirts he wears a ren and stimpy he wears a beavis and butthead he wears a street fighter too mm-hmm. so even though he's an la kid and he's getting into the skater community he was growing up with the things i did so i connected on that level but again, this wasn't my scene, so I didn't feel nostalgic for that stuff. But I did like all the little hints of it sure, in there. Sure. And yeah, I just found the story so fascinating with this kid. How you know to be cool and to find friends and acceptance. He got into this whole different crowd, and then how kids can be influenced by other kids. And obviously, it can be a good thing. It, it was can be a very inf- bad it was thing. Infuriating. But that's, to watch that's what kids do. Totally. You know? Totally. Yeah. Like even like I probably if I would see this movie. If this movie had come out when I was 13, yeah. I would have been, this would have been it. Like, yeah. This would have been amazing. But like at 36 watching I it, know. it isn't like, you know, this kid pro- is only th- two years older than my daughter. Yeah. Maybe. And well, it was he's in- supposed to be 14, I thought. No. Yeah. This kid is supposed to be 14. He's I, tiny then. He's, I, had, yeah. I, I, thought they, as, I thought they even referenced him being 14. I can't oh, imagine. I don't know. I if that's the case, him. then they did a poor job of casting because he looks like he's about eight. Yeah, he. I, I don't know. To, I mean, to me, he's like ten. My, but my son Brian's know. fourteen, and I feel like he still looks. Oh no, I think he. Yeah. I mean, Brian he's looks fi- way older. He's than... finally starting to look, but like for the longest time, he was one of the. Shortest. How old is the girl? Sydney. I didn't want to. Okay. Well, oh, sorry. Go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she's twelve. Okay. Just turned. He's okay. supposed to be thirteen. Okay. Man. Which, I thought he was way younger. That does put okay, the movie so in a different may, perspective. Put, I thought he was a little, little kid. That's what I yeah. thought, too. I think so he's, just, I was, he's a kid. He's a teenager who hasn't quite hit his... She And the girl does yet. say that. She's like, you're that age right before boys become yeah. dicks. Right. That makes me feel a little better that he's 13, yeah, too. Because, especially given that scene. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, but I'm guessing I'm she's sure. not that old, either. Kids look... You know what I mean? Like, if they're women mature 
girls. Yeah, she could have very well been thirteen. So she I could say, as having right now two kids in middle school, like it's it's crazy. Like when you go to like a choir performance or yeah. something to just see the disparity in uh, the girls versus it, the boys. Not or? no, just no. any of the maturity level. I mean, because oh, you'll see some kids that still look like they're like. Nine or ten years old, sure, and then you'll see other kids who look like they 15? could, like look like they could be playing football or, <laughs> yeah. you know, my son's nine too, and he has a friend he went to a party, and like, uh, I think that like, did they smoke were, weed and drink beers? No, okay, the, yeah, I, that I, you know of, yeah. But one of the kids looks like fifteen, yeah, not nine. So it's he, like it's, it's yeah, it it's crazy. all over the map at sure. that age in terms of maturity levels. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's well, and, and I, I okay, if he's supposed to be thirteen or thirteen. I could probably like that was my biggest problem with this movie because it seemed like he was so young. I thought he was like nine or ten, and I was yeah. like, "What are you doing to this kid?" Right. But if he's thirteen or fourteen, it's like I that's can about the age when you start, you start to kind of break away from mom yeah. and dad. Yeah. And you start to experiment. It was, it a little was very bit. real. I mean, the thing is, him being influenced by friends, doing all this bad stuff. I've that's done what, all, yeah, that's I've done what a lot kids, of bad stuff. That's what kids do, right? <laughs> yeah. So this movie felt. Really knew, oh my god. No, I, and, a, I mean, I was a pretty I, good I kid too. But but in general, <laughs> this is what kids yeah. for the most part do. They get in with the wrong crowd. You worry about who your kids Wait, are hanging out with. Does robbing a liquor store count? No. Okay, then I didn't do it. <laughs> so, yeah, I just really felt with the look of the movie, the way it was filmed and looked like it was almost on video. Like, it had a very uh, gritty, it awesome very feel, to it. feel to it. Yeah. Uh, four by three, the performances, the stories. I mean, this movie I was did, I didn't. I didn't like... I liked the main kid a lot. Mm-hmm. I liked the uh, the black kid who was like wanted to go pro. You didn't like, like FS? I didn't like FS. He was awesome. Oh, like, I couldn't... I, stand him he just i you know fourth again, grade like didn't do enough for me to even care about yeah. but like i wish I could fourth grade that. was the kid with the camera yeah, that always grade. wanted to but i'm saying in real life yeah. he's that guy with the camera sure photographing filming things i used to go to parties now with video cameras but with still cameras oh, and i would take pictures of, of people and like yeah. i was so, i wish i still had those photos yeah like, i do i found them the other oh, day from high school parties and yeah stuff. i'm like that's cool well, I, some of my friends i still am on facebook with you know i have yeah. pictures of them at a party but so I wasn't to that extent videoing everything, but there's always that friend that has the camera somewhere. Sure, sure. Um, but but FS is a kid that has a bad FSD. Well, that's FS. <laughs> yeah. That's dope. Yeah. yeah. But but it's like he's a kid that also they all are from these kind of I don't know if you'd say broken families, but not the best home environment. No, no. I I and, feel like that one the main kid. I mean, granted, he's getting the bejesus beat out of him on the reg from his older brother, but like I feel like his life isn't that. His is okay. His brother is. He a piece seems of like trash. he seems like he's the least worst. Yeah, his yeah, mom is a, a single mom. She's working a lot, so the brother's there, and the brother. Wants I will to- also say, one of the nice things about seeing an independent film is you get independent trailers. Like the, I saw this at, at Ronnie's, which yeah. is the local Marcus, and they didn't show any mainstream. No, trailers. that's what they do. Yeah. So, so which this, I appreciate. So this is distributed by A twenty four, which I think is one of the best production companies. I think, the last three years, yep. they have been on fire. They They've produce, got the best, some of the best stuff. They have the best art house movies, Absolutely. and they're consistent. You know, yep. uh, whether we're talking about, I mean, uh, Moonlight was A twenty four that won Best Picture, and I don't necessarily think that was the best movie, but it just shows that they. I mean, they've done some major stuff. They're the Lady, independent. They're the independent yeah. Blumhouse. Yeah, they are. I mean, Lady Bird. They're the what, disaster artist. They're kind of what Miramax was in yeah. the nineties. Yeah. yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah, but like Lady Bird, the disaster artist. I mean, the last couple of years, it's like they're just movie after movie after movie, including that Best Picture Oscar win. So when I see a twenty four, a good times with Robert Pattinson. Did either of you see that? No. no. Awesome you say Robert movie. Pattinson, I was like, nope. 
No, he's awesome. Robert Pattinson's a good actor. I don't know if you've seen him in other stuff, but I've seen him in other stuff. Twilight's Rock, not yeah. a, an example of like. Remember that movie with the Twin Towers that he was in? That was, I thought that movie was dumb, but, uh, but he, he was, was good. good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he is way. You talk about people that are typecast or whatever. Like he did those dumb Twilight movies, made his money, but he can act. Okay, right where yeah. some where it's like you see Kristen Stewart and you're like, mm, she's just kind of always just gave the two same. Guys, two guys a handy in a in a, in a car. <laughs> Whatever so, the movie that was. But anyway, so this is A24. That gets me excited right off the bat. And, you know, but this is Jonah Hill, untested writer-director. Sure. Yeah. Um, obviously, he's done some great acting. He's a funny guy. I mean, we saw he's him. An, uh, he's an, uh, I mean, Academy Award nominated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. what I mean. For the, for the guy coming from Superbad. Yeah. That's you know? what I mean. We saw him in Superbad. Uh, you know, Such him and Michael Sarah took the world by storm. They went and did their things. <laughs> Jonah Hill has gotten into the more serious acting and he's gotten the accolades mm-hmm. and everything. Um, but he's untested in the writing directing, uh, at least that combination directing, certainly. And uh, I really feel like he pulled it off with this. And I'm I'm very impressed. I will say everybody felt real. That's what, the yeah. movie feels yeah, very it, real. Yeah, there are scenes. There are there are scenes where it feels like they are like looking at uh, cue cards, and they're just reading the cue card without like any inflection. I didn't that at all. I didn't get that at all. Oh, I felt that a couple times. These yeah. kids, I was just I like, I don't know. Very. I was organic. like, I don't know what they're doing as far as do they say this is like kind of what you're supposed to say, but talk like kids and just say that idea or were they really great actors memorizing maybe, their lines? Maybe they, that's maybe they just said, look, these are the points we want you to hit. Yeah. Go. They felt like and just talk what like I would know. imagine yeah. young '90s skateboard kids would be like. None of it was like, "Yo, Holmes, what up?" And like, <laughs> you know, what I mean, it didn't sound right. like that. It was like these kids are right, like you said, Joan Hill found him in skate parks. That's what he did, and yeah. and it's like it, you felt it, and that made this movie so much more legitimate. Even um, Lucas Hedges plays That's the older the, brother. So I will say that I have three trailers with that kid in it. He is the indie <laughs> darling. I mean, you know, he was the brother. He was the kid in Three Billboards. Oh, he was. He was the gay kid in Lady Bird. Yeah, the okay. boyfriend yeah, of yeah, yeah. Lady Bird. Um, but he was the son in Three Billboards. So two two movies right there. Yeah, last year he was true. in, and, and then he's got like three more that uh, are beautiful boy. Yeah, he's is that the, the, kid is that that the goes Steve Carell one? No, no. I'm sorry. Did I say? I'm sorry. A uh, boy erased. Boy know. interrupted. Boy, no. <laughs> boy, ra- boy erased. I, boy erased. Okay. No, sorry. I'm sorry. Beautiful boy is the Timothy Chalamet yeah. that I'm going to see after this. Okay. But. Uh, no, we're gonna make sure this goes an hour and a half. That's what we're. Gonna... No, no, I'm skipping the movie. I'm going to see Timothy Chalamet is going to be there. Oh, so okay, I'm just okay, going okay. for the Q and A. But, uh, but yeah, Boy Erased. Lucas Head just plays the kid that um, it might be based on a true story, but like he goes to like a pray away the gay type camp. Yeah, that was that's the trailer, the trailer that I it saw. Looks really good. I that is infuriating. I know. Like, but... it is, like those movies are hard for me to watch because it's just like. But it's so oh, real too. It is very real. And I think yeah. that's the point that I, you got to show those tough subject matters. And Manchester by the Sea. Don't forget that he was in that. Oh, he was in that, was wasn't Lucas he? Hedges in that. Yeah, I just didn't remember. Okay, but that, anyway, that the Pray the Gay Away one looks. Yeah, that looks like it's going to be really yeah, good because that's Nicole Kidman and Russell Crowe. Yeah, and yeah. It, and it's and yeah, that scene where he's like, "You want me to hate my dad?" Because but it's like, "I love my dad. He's my dad." And you even know? And I feel like even in that that they kind of think it kind of looks like that Russell Crowe is like. Just let him be who he is. Where Nicole Kidman is forcing the, yeah. the it's going to be interesting to yeah. see for sure. But it looks yeah. really good. So anyway, Lucas Hedges has been in a lot of stuff. He's a really good actor, and I think he's really good in this. He's a despicable character, oh, he's a, such a garbage right. human being. But that's what great actors do—they disappear. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I mean, even 
you know, not saying he's on this level or that or whatever, but think about like Tom Felton as Draco and Harry Potter. Like that gets a little piece of crap. <laughs> yeah. Kid plays a really good D bag. You know what right. I mean? Like, so there's a difference between hating a character and hating, hating an actor. actor. And when you yeah. really can hate a character, it's like that actor's doing their job. And Lucas Hedges is the older brother like who stay out of my room. I'm going to be. <laughs> You know, but he's the older brother. Stay out of my room. I'm gonna beat you up at every turn. That scene made me laugh. Where the where like the, yes, the older brother's leaving. Like, stay out of my room, and immediately pauses the game, and runs right yeah. into the room. I laughed out loud. I'm like, that is so funny. He's like, is he gone? You know, he closes the door. Right, right. Yeah, it's great. You know, and, and I do like it's the kid. The main kid is so sweet. Like he, yeah, he, he was. He has a turn, yeah. and I think he is still sweet. But oh. it's just, I think even when he makes his turn, he's still like super just, innocent just a really nice kid yeah he is but with the, i mean the relationship with him and his mom you know and i that's what kids do as some kids at a certain age rebelling like that oh sure you see in the car yeah, yeah that's, yeah. that's yeah, tough that to watch tough. and like we should probably like let's actually, i guess that's true yeah, yeah. so this so the, the whole movie opens with this main i can't remember this kid's name but like getting launched stevie stevie getting launched out of his room and his older brother just pounces on top of him and is just beaten the the tar out of him yeah uh and then it's interesting like they are definitely hinting that there are some uh even stevie has some issues uh because he this, there's a scene where uh the brother is like you take 40 of that i'll take 40 of that and we'll call it a day and the kid doesn't want to do it but he like he takes his pants off and he takes the brush right and yeah. starts rubbing it up and down his leg this and I was starts like, even earlier though the kid to deal with his anger or his depression or whatever he hurts himself yeah so i mean that's like that i mean that sounds kind of like cutting he's not cutting but he's doing that to he's controlling feel, he is yeah. so, so like the thing about cutting is uh you do it because then you are in control of the pain mm. like yeah. it, you are the one who is controlling it so like the, the rubbing of the brush and then strangling himself with the super yeah. nintendo cord like all of that and is, i think the, the older brother i think has his own control issues because oh, yeah. i mean if you look at his room it is meticulous it is and, and like all of his cds are alphabetized right his hats are his perfect. hats are hung on the wall perfectly i mean his room is spotless yeah right so and, there's a little bit of and that's not something that's been inflicted upon him. He is chosen correct to keep his room that way. Right, right, right. So Stevie kind of is just living life. I'm assuming we're in the summertime because none of these kids are going to school. Right. Uh, so he kind of I don't. Does he just kind of like he goes down to the skate? He, does he walk in? So, so what happens is he, you know, he's alone. His brother is mean to him. His mom is always working or whatnot. And so he goes to a skate shop. He, That's he, what it is. He yeah. likes. He's, you know, he he thinks he finds these older kids at the skate shop. He's kind of looking through magazines and he hears them just talking their crazy that hypotheticals I, and had that conversation. Yeah, like that is a that is a dude conversation yeah. that I've absolutely had. like. It just it's just yeah. And he hears this friendship and this camaraderie and they seem cool, so he tries to emulate them. Right. And so he eventually tries to find a skateboard so he can fit in and his brother has an old like a, like a 80s, drug rats like no i mean it's it not looked like raptor yeah right i mean it's that color you're thinking of like the opening of rugrats with the title screen we have yeah. the weird like triangles and the purple yes. screens yeah, yeah it's a neon 80s type thing and like his brother ends up taking all his snes games because he has nothing else to trade him yeah he, he won't well, he, give up the walk man he won't give up the disc man because he's disc like man okay because he's yeah. like he's like you know i i use that every day you know and take anything else and so he shows him a stack of games and i feel like the brother's like looking through them and he's i like, thought maybe Maybe he'll take one or two no, he takes takes stack <laughs> and uh, leaves him with this crappy skateboard. And, right. And so throughout the movie, he's at his house and he's trying to learn to skate so he can fit in, you know, and he's falling and he busts. I mean, yeah. the, the kid takes some hits. Yeah. Like yeah. he takes a lot of and, hits. And that's a reoccurring theme because.
because we know that he does that to himself because they they say to him like you take the hardest hits of anybody i've ever seen right well he's used to self-inflicting pain well also getting beat up by his brother yeah well, yeah. yeah i mean all, all of that. the above but i yeah i kind of took it as it's both but is you know like he can those hits are nothing because he's like used to right you know he does that and uh so when he's skateboarding without a shirt and falling on himself like he doesn't care it doesn't even affect him nope Nope. So then, yeah. So he goes back to the skate shop and kind of gets in with. First, he kind of makes friends with Ruben. Yeah. Well, he goes to the. Well, he goes to the skate park first. That's how because he's sitting there watching them do their thing and he refills the is? water. Oh that's yeah, the that's, first right, time that's right. That's right. That's right. And he's he becomes that the skate park. That's, th- the, that's th- the one like above the skate shop. Well, I think there's one that's like behind the skate shop. That's, that's the one where he he meets Ruben. And, yeah. And, yeah. Whatever and that little. They would, they I would don't go know what out. because well, there's a skate park. Gotcha. And then they would go out back behind yeah. the skate shop. Not right. the main skate park where all the other skaters are. Yeah. Just the one where our friends skate. Just yeah. The, I took yeah. that as like the back alley sure. behind the skate shop. Right. And they're but like, who owns this place? I don't know. That's someone, these... Who lets these kids who are clearly going to be stealing skateboards and stuff <laughs> like yeah. who didn't think they would do that right. when they eventually do? I'm like, well, yeah, that's so that's so Ruben kind of becomes his first friend, and they're you know Ruben. And I, I love the dynamic here because, you know, it's like Ruben's like, oh, the, he's clearly the one that everybody kind of craps on. Yeah. Right. And he's like, bring oh, the new kid in. There's a new kid. <laughs> and so it's not going to be me anymore. And I can lord my power yeah. over him. And he does for a minute. And he does for a minute. And it's just I found this fascinating because it's like having been in a fraternity. Sure. Like there there were guys in the fraternity that would do that. They would I bring mean, out new just, guys that get the heat off of them. I, w- I would see this play out. And then and then that guy. Like outgrows him and makes new friendships and becomes more powerful and has more clout in that social circle. And then that guy is pissed. Yeah, Yeah. and And that's exactly a very real thing. I mean, I, I, you know, I can say just in different circumstances. You know, uh, I was in a fraternity, but I didn't notice that as much. But just in friendship circles, you know, like like I've been in situations where I introduce friends and then they start hanging out more than they hang out with me. You know, it just that's a thing that happens, right? Right. And so, but Ruben is the gopher and the one that refills the water. And stuff. Right, and he's like, "Hey, new kid, go get yeah. it!" Yeah, and then he's like jumping for joy that he's able to go get because I mean, it's very obvious that Stevie doesn't have any friends. No, right. so making yeah. friends is kind of a big deal. Yeah, and so and so you know, and they're like, "Yeah, thanks," and right. and so he that's how he joins the group and and starts just hanging around with them at the skate shop, at right. the alley. So he, and they even say, "I say he's like, dude, you got to get rid of this board. Like, it's pretty gay, right?" And yeah. you know, like, and, and I the will way say, they talk is harsh, but that's 90s that was nineties talk. talk. Yeah, they yeah. You, you they use certain words yeah. that we do not. use. I hope they know. don't get crap for that because they're obviously this is i don't i think when you're will when your title is mid 90s it's very slice of life that's what i mean as far as much as like and ultimately i feel like the whole movie is about like toxic masculinity and how you that you know absolutely because it's like of course we don't condone that or approve that kind of talk these days but these are kids in the 90s i talk like that if you want to make it realistic i did too i I mean i used hey you know i mean i I, yeah, I I'm not the, proud of it, I, but no, the, it's, there I, was those, a point where I'm just like, why am I saying this? Yeah. This is, you know, and before it was a national conversation, I was just like, yeah, like I, I remember, be doing I'll that. never forget. I was on a basketball team and uh, I mucked up a play and a dude called me Gaylord and my coach was just like, time out. Do you even know what that means? And the guy was like, no. He's like, then I don't want to hear it ever again. I mean, th- and this was probably 93, 92. Yeah. <laughs> and like, but also that word doesn't like Gaylord. I don't think means anything like other than and, just like, 
I, 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 you know, it's funny you say that. I was just thinking about that word the other day in term, like in terms of like things we don't say anymore, right? Things that w- would get said when I was a kid, and like, and and I was like, Gaylord, like Gaylord. Even when, <laughs> even when someone is saying something offensive and using homosexual references in a derogatory manner, you don't hear Gaylord <laughs> no. anymore. I'm like, where? What's what, that even mean? I don't even know. What that? That? I thought it was a name. I mean, it is. It somebody, is a name. It is a name. It is a name. Like yeah. I, I didn't know a that was a word that name, people would. Absolutely. Say. Yeah, that yeah. was absolutely. I never weird. heard that one, but I'm not saying it didn't exist, but I'm like, Gaylord's a name. Yeah. Yeah. Because like that and gay bait. Did you hear I, that? I got gay bait. Yeah, yeah. Which also that makes sense. Like I get that one. Yeah. But the other one, not at all. But really that's more just like saying that you're attractive. <laughs> right, yeah. In like, retrospect. You don't have any control over. Are you over, hitting on me? Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any control over how, whether or not I think the that's homosexual a community would find yeah. me attractive. I think why? that's a compliment. Yeah, like Thank why you very would you? much. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. Uh yeah, so he's He's hanging out, and then Ruben kind of says, he's like, I want to get, for 40 bucks, I w- I'll sell you my old board, so I, I want to buy this new board. And, of course, the kid's like, no, no uh, I don't have it, but I'll get it. So he goes to the brother. I like, but he's like, maybe. All right, see ya. Yeah, like, he's right. not, he doesn't, he's like, and then he's like, you better on he's the like, way out. Like, maybe. Yeah. Like, running away. Uh, so this is, the brother kind of says, he's like, <laughs> very Godfather-esque, where he's like, you came to me. With your problem, yeah. we'll solve it right now. You take forty, I'll take forty, and we'll call this, it a split. This is a very kid mentality of like, you know, I'm standing there, I'm telling him what to do, but you t- touch the yeah, money, you do it because right. you I'm did not it, not it. me. Even <laughs> though he's orchestrating the entire thing, he thinks like I'm standing here, I'm going to advise you what to do. Here's and the thing: if he's a better brother, if he's a nicer brother, the kid doesn't rat him out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh definitely. yeah. And the other thing is too, if if you're both going to get in trouble, what's the point of that? Like, if he wa- if if they were both in a better relationship, I think if you're one, if, take the hit because why both? Of well, them? If, okay. In a better relationship, a, the older brother says, "No, I got it." Right. It was me. That's right. what I'm saying. But so when like he gets when, accused, it's like. But when the older brother's like, "No, no, 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 no!" Like he took it too, and then then, then of course and, Stevie's like, "No." I and didn't. this is the beginning <laughs> of the turn yeah, of Stevie because yeah. completely throws him under yeah, the bus. Right. And the mom believes Stevie because, because he's Stevie. Stevie's sweet and innocent. And, you know, and wouldn't do yeah, things like until that until she finds him smoking weed and drinking booze. Yeah. And oh, up. that and scene <laughs> was one of the most horrific scenes uh, when uh, she drags action when she yeah. drags him to the skate shop. How oh, what God. could be more horrific for a thirteen-year-old? Yeah. That's as bad ever. as you're gonna get. Like that is unless there were girls there, that would have made it worse. Yeah. But other than that, the girl that you finger banged. Right. But but other than that, your friends and your mom dragging. And I do like where even the guys are like, your mom's kind of hot. And yeah. she is hot. They're, they're not yeah, wrong. Yeah, no, they're not that's wrong. Sure. But yeah, so and they're uh, in luck because she likes the D. That's right. Which we've been, we were told. Like, yeah, <laughs> and we see. Oh yeah, yeah the skeezy dude. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, he gets the he, he does gets, get the new board with the money. I do, I do like, and so he gets the new board, and he they they're up on top of this roof, and oh man, the um, F FS mm. makes the jump, and then the the kid that's like the really good kid. Uh, good skateboarder also makes the jump and Ruben kind of bitches out like he gets to the very <laughs> end of it and he stops and then rightfully they're, they're, so they're, yeah. sure sure those kids are like semi-pro you know like <laughs> yeah. and, and Ruben doesn't want to do it these kids are just hanging out you right. know I mean not saying they're totally bad but you don't see Ruben doing tricks Stevie's Ruben's just kind of like wheeling he, around. Nah, he's like kick flips but it's nothing like these bit, kids are but doing yeah. those kids are yeah right so and then Stevie just like they're kind of and busting Ruben's balls a little bit, and Stevie just kind of lets go. Oh, and and it's, like, like, it's the, so painful to watch because you like, know, you know, like he's not. This isn't going to be a moment of like <laughs> redemption. It's he's like going so slow. He's, yeah. he's you've seen nothing to indicate no. that he no. Has, he can't. 
any of skills. He can't stand on the board. Right. But he watches in slow motion. He's just I don't moving think slow I don't motion. think no, that you, was slow no, motion. No, it isn't. I'm saying <laughs> yeah. that that moment slows down oh, right. sure, in sure. time because you know it's going to end badly and you see him just slowly wheeling down the road. Yeah. You're like, oh my God. I do like even the, the, the main kid just goes, you're not going fast enough. Yeah. Ray. Ray. And then thud. Ray. Yeah. Thank you, Ray. Yeah. And then, yeah, he misses it completely and lands hard on like a table. And I do like where he doesn't move and they're all like, is he dead? I think this might be where I began to care because um I can see that. Because like I you did see that like these kids they did care yeah. about him. Ruben didn't care. But Well, Ruben cuz Ruben's being piss, a pissy little bitch. Right. But, yeah. but um but but I think even then I I still think I still think Ruben cared. You right. Know what I mean? but, sure. But these other kids Ru- were concerned yeah. for his. Ruben's well-being. putting on a front. Yeah. Ruben is. Trying- well, they're all putting on fronts. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, his anger and his what I mean, he's trying to fit in and be the cool kid. He has issues, and you know, but I don't even think yeah, Ruben is as bad as a kid as he's trying as he lets on. You sure. know, it's, yeah. it's part of his tough guy, cool guy. You know, that's his defense mechanism. Yeah. So they. They run down. Stevie wakes Stevie. up. Stevie wakes up, and he's or initially no. he's okay. No, he's sunburn. Oh, he's sunburn. Yeah, they yeah. call him sunburn. So in the very yeah. first, so fourth grade is doing all these hypotheticals, and he said, hey, oh "Can I God, ask you a so question?" Good. And he's like, "Is it cool to be black?" Yeah, he's <laughs> like, just like, "Do what? black people get sunburned?" These, these conversations <laughs> and the reactions are hilarious. Here's these kids the, are great. Uh, here's the best part about this: that that those conversations felt so real yeah because like they are friends so like fourth grade felt comfortable asking the black kids yeah. and he didn't know he's a kid and he, and he doesn't, doesn't know. know i mean kids that's how you learn is it, you cool? Know? Like, is it cool being black yeah, he's not being a racist or anything he's a white kid that right these are his only black friends he's young you know he's asking these questions they never do answer his questions. they know <laughs> but they, they give him a whole bunch of crap but but yeah he says do do black or maybe um ray poses him do you think black people burn or something he, i don't he know goes, he goes what's black what's a black person yeah, yeah he's like what's a black person yeah and i was and i was just like are you being a dick or are you no. just so innocent that that's just and how that's why i also works. thought he was a lot younger i thought yeah like, right, he just right, right he does literally doesn't see color because he hasn't been taught in that way he just, right they're all people you know yeah so yeah so he's sunburned and they he sits up and they're just like you're all right and he's like yeah i love and then, this like, and blood then starts trickling he's like oh my god you're bleeding take off your shirt wrap it up and he does <laughs> and then the whole thing is soaked and then man the they, big f you yeah. to he's to, like that's my he tells ruben he's like take your shirt off ruben and he's like no i'm not taking off my shirt and then my ray shirt but ray you know he's the leader yeah you know? and he's just like take off your shirt right now and so you know he has to give he's already having a problem with stevie and now he's taking his shirt off right, right. his favorite shirt and wrap stevie's head up i with, do like from here on out you never see stevie without a hat on yeah. He's always wearing once a hat. Once he turns into... Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, like, once he has the head injury, oh, yeah. he's always wearing a hat all the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he's sitting there, and we he comes home, and this is where he sees, like, the skeezy dude come out of his mom's bedroom. Uh, he sits, and then we cut and back. him and his brother have a nice playing, discussion. I wouldn't say nice as much of it's just mm. a discussion. But they weren't at... This is the they first time fighting. they actually sat down and talked. That's true, because there is an interaction between the brother and... Uh, the friends like they're all sitting at, like a taco stand. Oh man, yeah, and the and is... like the brother kind of accidentally bumps into uh, FS and Ray. I thought no, it's it? FS. No, it's FS. But FS yeah. bumps into him. He is right, doing a yeah. kickflip into him. But it was instead, an accident. Of, instead of just been, he even goes like, "Hey man, you okay?" Whatever. But then Lucas Hedges character just like looks at him like, "What's up?" Kind of balls up to him. FS then... is like, "Oh, what do you you know?" Right. Yeah. And then he punks him out. In yeah. front. And then he, like I do like how 
Lucas Hedges is looking at Stevie. Yeah. And Stevie's just like, F you. Yeah. yeah. And like, my buddies will take Man, care of you. Man, yeah. And then also, so we're on their couch. And well, I like, think it's also a moment of realization that he's not as tough as he His brother's he not so tough. Right. He's only tough in that house. Yeah. And yeah. he's only tough with a kid who's half his size. Sure. But their conversation, yeah, I would have beat your little friend's ass, but, you know, I was outnumbered, which I get, though. I mean, if he starts fighting with FS and you got his four Ray's friends. Ray's going to jump in. Yeah. Four so yeah. Jump in. he yeah. is right, but I also. He's, he's not he's not wrong, but I also think he's completely full of it. I right. completely agree yeah. with you, too. It's but a, he's not wrong. The orange juice that. thing is weird. Like the kid is obsessed think, with orange juice. I think juice. just in the 90s, I think people walking around with a thing of orange juice. I think that's just. That was never a thing for me. No, I, <laughs> I didn't. None yeah, of my yeah. friends were like orange juice junkies. No. Probably Sunny, Sunny, D. Sunny D. Oh, maybe Sunny D. Chugging those yeah. Sunny Ds. Oh, yeah, but but they have that nice conversation where I think he's. We can all admit that Joe likes the D. I yeah. didn't say that he likes the no. Sunny D. <laughs> well, it depends on you know nobody wants you know like Rainy D. That'd be the worst. <laughs> <laughs> well, so Rain, Rainy D's and Mondays, <laughs> yeah, always always makes down. you go down. Yeah, yeah. so. so this conversation on the couch, though, is I, I think it's also it's some some insight into the brother, how the brother grew up. Yeah, Definitely, that it's yeah. like it, this home life is pretty stable now for Stevie, for Stevie, but it was not for yes. for Ian. I think his name is, is he Ian. Yeah, okay. and and uh, and you you also can't help but think if if how much abuse he might have suffered. Maybe just I mean. Uh, over and above just the idea of hearing your mom taking a pounding. Yeah. Uh, I do like different men like, that are different the, men we used to, I used to hear those noises all the time. And Stevie's yeah. like, what, what noises? F noises. F and noises. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but and, no, I agree. I like this because it's like the first real conversation they've had in front of us. And right. you get that background. Why is this kid tough and putting on a front? It's like he's had to shelter himself. He's had, for he's a had I mean, I, you're right. I think this kid, Ian, has had a rough go. Yeah. Right. So it explains it. I'm not saying what he does is right, but it is. But he mechanism. was raised by a teen mom. I yeah. Mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because sure. she says. 18. Yeah, when you were 18. When you were. Uh, right. When I was 18, and it, yeah, I was breastfeeding. When I turned 18, I, you, I was breastfeeding. What an awkward right. conversation at the breakfast. Super room. awkward. I, yeah. But I loved it because it's just this weird family conversation, yeah. you know? Right, and, right. And it felt organic, but he just kind of like shakes his head and he's like, why are you <laughs> what out happening? to dinner at this point? Like, why are you saying this? But right. so you got to ask yourself, what sort of, what yeah. what did that home life look like when she was 22? Right. Totally. 23. Not like that, I guarantee yeah. you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Steve, this is the, the turn for Stevie where mm-hmm. he starts to kind of. Uh, assimilate into this little right click. They have a uh, party and they they're handing out his Adderall or whatever. It's, uh, I thought it was FS, Ritalin or yeah, whatever yeah. the yeah. And but, even even at this point, you see Ray where he's just like, "Don't give it to the kid. What are you doing?" Yeah, yeah. Ray like, is a very Ray's the moral conscience. Yeah. He is of this group. because like Ray and he Ray even says he's like. FS and I, we were going to go pro together. Mm-hmm. Like, he was my best friend, and now he's kind of more worried about partying. And this well, is a- there's also a great conversation where where Ray and FS are talking back and forth, and FS says something about, uh, uh, like, basically trying hard isn't cool. Oh, sure, and, sure. And Ray's like, you're crazy. He's like, try, he's like I am going to try hard so I can be go pro and I can tour and I can see the world. Right. Uh, working hard will get me two cool yeah. things. Like you know, so yeah, those are the two polar opposites of like being cool. You right. know, like one is trying to put on that front and just doesn't care about throwing his life away to be cool. Right. And the other one realizes that yeah, it's pretty cool to be 
you know, have a good life and be to, to do know, what you want to do. do. Yeah. It's it's definitely obvious that these two guys yeah. came up together. They wanted to skate together, and one of the one guy to stop carrying. And it's hard to watch skate. because both Ray and FS do some really good acting and and sure. show some really good emotions. Like when you know that background about them, and you see the way that they're acting, and FS throwing his life away, and Ray, you know, trying to achieve his goals, but his friends are screwing it up at, at certain points. It's it's hard to watch. Yeah, because especially when we get to the the big screw the skateboard. Up. Yeah. 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 The big screw up yeah uh which so is yeah. right after the skate park you know but, right but they have they what is the first party they go to they go to that the party the and party the girls are there yeah. and like <laughs> this kid yeah <laughs> like he you know he I, he's firing on this girl without knowing that he's firing yeah. on the girl. Right. Yeah. And Which he's is nice. That's when you do it the best. Yeah. yeah when you're just when talking. You just being you and, and you just happen to crush it and it's yeah. working. But he's nice. That's the thing. All the other guys are putting those fronts on, you know, right. even though if they, they're nice and Ray's nice, but they're all trying to be so cool. FS walks and he's like, hey, what's up? And grabs the beers. You know, they're all putting I do on love these when the girl, The one girl is just like, I would love to have his hair. Yeah. Because he's got really, yeah. really nice, curly, blonde hair. Long, blonde yeah. hair. He looks like Jay, kind of. Yeah. But this girl is like, you ever been with a girl? Yeah. yeah. Last year in Florida. Last year in Florida. She got. She worked at Disney World. She got too <laughs> wrapped up in all that. <laughs> like, it was just a really he's funny. making shit yeah. up. But she takes him back to the room and like, they're hooking and he, up. She's and, like, and, and like, the kid is also so sweet where he's just like, she's like, are you nervous? He's like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I am. So. And then, you know, things, to, I guess, I would second, second base. base. Yeah. yeah, we'll call it Maybe that's base. third base. No, third base is... Uh, Oral. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And then, then you hit the home. Okay, road. okay. So yeah. he got to second base. Got the second he, base. He walks out the look on his face and, and the music playing. I and do, the, I mean, the, best, like, the best line that he has is, I'm a gentleman and I don't tell. Yeah. Right. The, I don't kiss and tell. Oh, that was a smooth I was like, move. Oh, dude. That's before they hook up. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, immediately he's like, I put my yeah. fingers inside her vagina. Yeah. And then yeah. all the <laughs> girls are like, yeah, I did this to like... Right. They all, it was like summer loving from Greece. It was. It was yeah. the same. Yeah. It's yeah. instantly they're telling their different things. Well, except for Sandy was being all sweet about it, you know, where yeah. this girl is actually <laughs> She's like, like... Oh, no. Yeah. I do like how they say that FS is uh, lacking in the department. Yeah. Like kind of jokingly that say he that he's... like ass. Yes. Yeah. He's not very good. Yeah. So... So he goes I, back and they can that scene in the bedroom. It was it reminded me of that. Uh, have you ever seen those uh, those uh, ASMR videos? I hate ASMR videos. I, I, I do say too. things really quietly. Like, but like that was like the the I speech see that level for of sure. that for sure, whispering to each other. Yeah. Can I say I was super uncomfortable because I thought the kid was nine? That's what I said. Yeah. That was my problem. I, I was like, this kid's like t- nine or ten I years felt, old. What are you doing? Like, now that he's thirteen, you're totally down. I feel well, like if I'm that t- girl if, is thirteen or fourteen. I feel like, okay with it. Then I still took the girl to be a year or two older. Uh, maybe even, a year, okay, but so not but a thirteen year old and a fourteen year old. Yes, I can deal. Sure, with. not a thirteen, fourteen, <laughs> and a nine. Now, so I was very uncomfortable. I mean, you don't see anything, whatever, but you know they're hooking up. They're hooking up. I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, okay, I get it. They're kids, whatever. But I was so like, Ugh. Yeah. so thank goodness he's 13. <laughs> right. But you know. but that scene afterward reminds me of uh, this, you know, the saying that uh, when when boys have a sexual experience, they they have two orgasms. That's true. Once in the experience, and then once when they tell their friends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's <laughs> very true. He's so cool now. You know, like they're all trying to hook up, and yet the new the new guy sunburn is, yeah. does it on his first try. Yeah. Uh, and Ruben is fuming. Uh, like next level pissed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they go to another skate park, and they're kind of doing the... Um, oh, this is where... Okay, so this is the scene where he comes home, and he is effed up. 
Oh, yeah. I love even from the first time when he goes to the gas station and is swishing hand soap and spraying aerosol uh, over. I, how this kid doesn't puke is yeah. beyond me. But it's like now he has this routine where now he has keeps the stuff behind the shed at home and he yeah. does it like it's right. so funny him changing his whole outfit. He's got a big old bottle of scope. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but he comes home and he's sl- like he's he's messed up. Yeah, uh, so he's like slamming the door and then the next he just morning pees outside the sliding door. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, so but he, he has a scuffle with the brother too. Now, what did he do to the brother? Why I was the brother tell. crying under his shirt? Like, was it, he mad or was he? Or I think hurt? He was mad. But because he put the shirt over his head and was like, ah, yeah, like, I thought I, he, I think that was. I thought he got him somehow, he but must I must have gouged his eyes or something. Maybe, but he I, had the sun, the the orange juice. Did he sting it in his eyes? Maybe, maybe he was that covering would sting. it. Yeah, I'm guessing because why did he go grab orange juice? I yeah. feel like it almost I think had he, to he be. He grabbed a, the orange juice because he knows his brother liked it. Yeah, and it was the one thing that he could get a hold of. But probably that's my the only thing I think that would have stopped the brother is him throwing swishing in his eyes or something. Yeah. he is like yelling like in pain. Yeah, also, it, it where is the mom? Right, it sounded in pain. Was she? She might be working oh, overnight. That's true. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Probably that's has true. two jobs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is where we get Stevie trying to choke himself out with, yeah, the, with the controller. With the controller oh, cord. that was tough to watch, yeah. too, because that was like next level, not just hairbrush on your leg. Like, no. He is like asphyxiating himself. Yeah. Like, that is. Ugh. So then we get the scene that we talked about where the mom is dragging Stevie back to <sighs> the skate shop yeah. and kind of dresses Because I guess down the brother the ratted on him. Probably. Because otherwise, how would she find out? But, right. But man, again, this is like the most horrific scene because the mom is dragging him in to tell the friend right. stay away from me and like when she calls him f head or whatever your name is yeah what's your name fs <laughs> you know the real words we're using acronym correct but, but and she's like what what kind of name is that and then at the end stay away from f head or F-head. whatever your name is and i do like where the guy like she walks out and fs is like, like hey, would call- you yeah and there was like what no he's like yeah you would yeah but he's like uh, call me or something right. like they're hollering at her and like tell but me you wouldn't take that down yeah yeah, yeah right and yeah. then so this is the scene in the car where he's like he's why, screaming. why did you do that you're ruining my life all that stuff and she's like i'm just trying to and he's like ah like just it's it tough because crazy. she is she's just trying to be a mom of course she yeah. is you but know? kids don't ever realize that and, and no. man the don't scene, i know it yeah <laughs> but the scene from this kid he's like, scr- i mean did you ever see the babadook yeah. No, I didn't say that. Okay, so you know that scene where the mom's like, why can't you just be normal? Yeah. And, like, the kid's just screaming at her. Like, this reminded me a lot of that scene mm, where yeah. he's... Except, I mean, like, I think that kid is autistic and not, like, his words aren't all there, so he's just yelling at his... Like, just screaming at his I mom. Know, it's been a while. But I think this kid, this kid's like, I, I hate you. Like, you're ruining my life. Like, how could... That's so embarrassing. And, like, I, I wish I could remember this. I, I keep thinking it's Emily Mortimer, but it's not. This is the woman from Fantastic Beasts. Yes. This is the girlfriend from Fantastic Beasts. And I can't remember her name, but she's, I mean, she's not given a a lot to do, but she's very good. Catherine Waters. Thank you. Yeah. I always think of Bill Waterson, the (laughs) Calvin and Hobbes. Hang hang him high, uh, McCoy? Yeah. Oh, no. No, Calvin and Hobbes. Calvin and Hobbes. Who played uh, McCoy on Law and Order? It wasn't his last name, Waterson? Sam Waterson. Sam Waterson. Hang him high, McCoy. Uh yeah, so it was like, and then the next scene cuts, and they're back at a skate park, and this is where uh, Stevie kind of walks past the girl and is a dick to her. Now right. he's being just and now, like and now he's just yeah. like them, and then him and he and Ruben get into a massive brawl. Uh, FS gets super drunk. And uh, and uh, and Ray's trying to talk to the pros who yeah. hang out because they're like kind of they're scoping, scoping for talent. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's got a budding relationship with them. I mean, he's he I mean he doesn't know this is what he's doing but he's networking with yeah. these guys. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then man, and FS, FS over and rubs the guy's it. hair and like oh I did terrible. like that scene where the guys like he rubbed my hair. That was weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I'm he's lucky that that guy didn't beat the crap out of yeah. FS cuz like 
Yeah, and, not, even, and, and Ray's it. pissed, and Ray even says he's like, "Why don't you go chill somewhere else yeah. for a little and bit?" And then from this point on, I mean, FS is just giving him the death glare. Right. It's like because it's like there's is supposed he giving to be... the death glare? He's just like, oh, I guess you're. Oh, he is. Right. He's selling yeah, yeah, out. Yeah. Like they're supposed to be. Oh, they've been true. best friends, and it's totally FS's fault. But from his perspective, Ray is leaving him, right. even though he's doing what they both should be doing. And FS, yeah, he's like, "You're selling out," yeah. which is like. Yes, you're going to pursue your dream of being a skateboarder, which right. really wasn't even all that viable of a career option. Like it was, it was just becoming a thing you could make yeah. an actual back living then in the '90s, absolutely. And and so it's like this is not selling out on any level. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Tony Tony Hawk was just becoming a thing, right? In that at this time, that guy that they have the homeless guy in the skate park in the beginning, I thought was a really cool conversation. The way yeah. that they talked to this guy, oh, treated sure, him like sure, a human yeah. being, and it explained the scene and skateboarding being a profession. And yeah, everything. that was good. Um, yeah, so then big fight happens. Uh, they're all bummed out. They're all and yeah, FS wants FS to go to a party. Wants to go to a party, and like even Ray's is like, no, dude, oh, like we don't want to go. This was so uncomfortable because this you knew one, it was not going to be good. This had one of the best jump scares, not in a horror yes, movie. Yes. No, I think this <laughs> yeah. is the best jump scare I've ever seen in my life. And okay. I, even though, and it, even though I knew it was coming, absolutely, it was yeah. loud. It was bright. There's they two flash of them. White. Yeah, like there's but the that, one that, with well, they with fake you out grade. with a good one, but it's right. that last one with the white light when it happens, right? Because fourth grade just is like, hey, can you let? Yeah, and and I thought the movie was over. Like I thought we were ending well, it right there. I yeah. thought they were going to kill Stevie. Really yep. go that I like these kids did ruin his life, and like right. I really was, you know, it's fine they didn't, but. Um, but seriously, I was talking to someone at a party last night, uh, the Halloween party, about, oh, I had to watch Exorcist 3. And they were talking about, oh, that is one of the scariest jump scares ever. And I go, yeah, hold on. I go, let me think of it. I'm like, yeah, I totally know what you mean. I was thinking of this movie. Oh, sure. Because I watched it's both a, it's the a same very, day. It's a very good and jump scare. I, not in a horror movie. Exactly. I yeah. was blown away where I was like, crap. That so, was yeah, crazy. there's a FS is super drunk. Uh, even Ray is Cars kind of, upside, like, Well, sideways. Ray, Ray kind of says, let's just, we're all bummed out. Let's get out of here. Oh, gotcha. And then... Uh, even fourth grade was like, can you pull over? Like, just pull over. And yeah. I'm going to get out. And then as soon as he says pull over, there's a flash. But that's the, yeah. And then we cut back to the front of the car, and then there's another accident. And then the car is flipped over, and Stevie's not responding. Uh, and his head's against the ground. Right, right, like right. His, arm, his, arm, yeah, his yeah. arm's all pinned all weird. And I was like, they killed this kid. Like, yeah. I was really, you know. So my only problem with this is how is FS not in jail? That's a legitimate question. Because they made, they're like, he's at the hospital with them. Like, yeah. it's his car. We know it's his, not a stolen car. We know it's his car. The car is damaged. The They take the, you know, he's we know in the he's, hospital. We, I mean, they Someone picked him drunk. up from the hospital. Yeah, and he's so messed up. I'm like, I only didn't like that so that they could all have their group together at the end. Because right. he shouldn't have been there. Yeah, but, so we, yeah, so Stevie kind of, uh, Ian, the brother, kind of yeah. like nudges him awake. Stevie, and they share an orange first juice. peace offering which from the is, again very weird but, he, but that's his thing <laughs> no, like you yeah, know if he right, shares right, right. his orange juice that's he i like i really like how he reached in his pockets and took out two took little out two ones without saying anything it right. was like yeah we have our differences yeah but I you're my you brother up. and you're okay you're my brother and you're alive i'm happy right. I'm like it's nice so the the mom kind of walks out to the waiting room and there's all of his friends i, I really like this scene i did I, I thought it was gonna go the other way where she was like everybody out no right like get to step no i she appreciated they were all she's like okay these these are really his friends right like they're not just like i think she also thought that maybe he was the butt of of a joke oh sure sure that when they're all sitting there you know clearly they've been waiting all night for word right like she's like okay these like these these are legitimately his friends well i think she knows i I mean she only nudges ray 
and obviously Ray has kind of been his mentor this entire movie. And he's the least douchey of the lot. I don't think he's a douche. No, he's not he's no, douchey he's, at all. But you know, but you're right. He is the least douchey. Right. <laughs> he is. Um, the only thing I thought here was I'm like because FS was still there, which you know, like we said, he shouldn't have been. But he was there. I'm like, she's gonna flip out on him. That's I mean, what I thought. If was you got happen, your yeah. someone, your if someone got your kid almost killed, right? I don't care how appreciative you are that they're sleeping in the waiting room. You're gonna light them up. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And so there's just the, the only thing I didn't like about it was this very last thing. I liked the overall idea of them being there and the friends supporting him and the mom being okay with them but the whole fs thing was just was a little out of place yeah i agree to be a sweet you know wrap it right. wrap it up nicely and they're all so know. they all kind of go in the room and they they talk to him for a second and then fourth grade kind of says oh hey i i edited this movie yeah. in this four hours that i've had you know no he's been i, <laughs> no, I like working on so they're, right. they're all the, this is another great thing that that when you think back to it this movie has clips of them in the clothes and all the different scenes, yeah. but they're doing they things were, we haven't seen. Right. So they were filming parts of it of them, I think probably they in real was, life, joking around and stuff. I yeah. think he was really filming yeah. during some of those scenes. I think that was, that was pretty cool. Uh, and yeah, and it made the movie called Mid-90s, Mid-90s. that this filmmaker kid, fourth grade, is trying to do. Yeah. Like it, I that's, lo- that's kind of how it ends. Yeah. Like that's the, yeah. it, it ends with well, them doing the... It's also a nice reveal that like that fourth grade is is talented yeah yeah oh sure yeah sure. he becomes jonah hill yeah you know like, what i mean like he's a, gonna become a filmmaker right but yeah i just i i like the because they they he tease is him. kind of an idiot they the tease him movie. and they think he's dumb and it's just but, but he's he, got some skills yeah he's got skills he right just has, he's got a different set of skills yeah, yeah. there's a, a very gr- specific set of very skills. specific set of skills there's a great interview with jonah hill uh it was at i think it was at the toronto film festival where this movie premiered and so Man, that was a heavy festival then like there's a lot of good yeah. stuff to oh, get absolutely. out of that festival. Yeah, okay. I, I believe it was Toronto. Um, there's been a lot of film festivals lately, but uh, go find it uh, with Leonard Malton and Jesse Malton, his daughter. Uh, they do a podcast, great podcast, Malton on movies, and they interview like M- Leonard Malton has some pull with these legendary actors and and filmmakers and producers like you know he's been around a long time sure. so they do interview people like jonah hill and the main character from predators whatever his name is some of the new guys but a lot of times it's like this guy knew walt disney right and this guy <laughs> yeah. this guy produced you know uh the jeffersons like it's these classic guys but he does they do one with jonah hill and it's great and you'll get the insight into the movie and why he did the some of the things he did and his inspiration and it's a really fascinating cool listen. Cool. This movie reminded me a lot of uh, the largely forgotten Matt Dillon movie, Over the Edge. Did we just talk about that? Yeah, we did. Mm. But uh, um, but it, 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 you're not wrong because you know Over the Edge, although it was filmed in uh, in it, the period in which it takes place, it came out in 1979, I yeah. believe. And uh, but it's you know it's about this kid who he moves to a new neighborhood and he doesn't know anybody and he kind of falls in with what we would have called then the burnouts and sure. and he goes to he gets involved in this world parties and drugs and smoking and drinking and and just like he falls into the he falls into the bad kids yeah and now this one has a little bit more of an actual <laughs> special vibe because it it doesn't have the is the there vibe. a girl who's the girl in that i don't remember okay. i don't know if any of them really went on to be much of anything except for matt dillon okay but well, uh, this is a little preachy like don't do bad things well i mean it i'd hesitate to say it's preachy because it definitely like sides with the kids in that even though it doesn't have a good outcome for them it's like it it also has this i think this vantage point of like what but what do you expect them to do in this situation mm-hmm. like they were in the i think the Arizona suburbs and and there was just nothing for them to do it was yeah there's no were, malls yet there right? were, yeah there's so there's well, so I guess there was what year 
No, I guess like malls kind of like the rise of the malls is kind of like would have been like right after, or, okay. or maybe even right as this was starting is when you started to see the rise of the malls. But uh, sounds but, like a horror movie. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> but like there was nothing for them to to do, and so they just would go out and get in trouble, right? And they were just bored. This was a and thing restless. that was like in in like current like. In the news, right? Like it was just kids just roaming around getting in trouble. Yeah, because it was nothing for them to do, right. you know. And and so, uh, but it just it reminded me of that. Yeah, because I thought of the same thing during this movie. I'm like, this is the 90s. You didn't have the internet. You didn't have as many video games and, right. and things like that. Uh, you didn't have as many movies or whatever activities. The malls, like, oh no, I I think I mean me growing up in the 90s, we were definitely mall mall rats. I was absolutely a mall rat. Yeah. Then, you know, the malls, you go down to the arcade or you just, you know, bounce around from store to store. Yeah. I don't know if in L.A. they had it. I don't know if in L.A. it was as prevalent. I but feel like if they were prevalent in St. Louis, they had to be they prevalent. They would have started. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just, my point is, though, is that I remember that kids used to just sit around and talk about hypotheticals and BS. And, like, this absolutely, movie yeah. really reminded me of that, of, of kids just hanging out and finding ways to pass the time. Yeah. Yeah. Talk, talk about something that, that was just, like, a moment in time i was watching uh i watched final destination the other day the first one the first one why yeah. what's that why because my, my my stepdaughter is like on a horror movie kick oh, okay. and, a girl. and so i was like so we were uh, we were like oh we try to find horror movies that are relatively age appropriate <laughs> but uh um but there's a scene in final destination where they're like looking up something on the internet and then when they're done the kid like pulls out like a playboy magazine <laughs> and is is looking at porn right and i'm just like i'm like 2000 like 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 that's where we were at where you could sit in front of your computer and you'd still turn to a magazine <laughs> yeah. for porn we're only 18 years away because it was gonna it was, right it was faster yeah that's hilarious <laughs> i didn't i guess that's very true yeah yeah I, that's funny i was like he's in front of a computer <laughs> yeah. and i was just like well yeah look at no that crt monitor yeah, no yeah. google no nothing it's no gonna take yeah. forever no bing images yeah i mean think about back then when you were on 56k modem a it was about when i when you get mp3s a four minute song would be about four minutes to download oh yeah four yeah. megabytes you know so and that like, was good if you if you could download cruising. a song at one-to-one -one ratio yeah, like you'd be would, like i'm doing okay about you'd, a megabyte a minute is you turn that all you you doubt you'd queue up like 17 songs and you'd go sure. to bed yeah uh, oh definitely <laughs> overnight downloading yeah. but you know that was the speed that you're at and i remember the big thing in the 90s when i was a kid i had computer really early so i was playing games like doom and wolfenstein 3d and i would download sound waves so that when you were playing like doom you would hear barney be like i love you oh and then it'd be like <laughs> machine gun like you would download all and beavis and butthead yeah. waves in doom right yeah but each one of those little audio files would take a long time <laughs> and it was just a tiny thing or i would look up pictures of the video games or whatever and sure they would, and that's, that's what you're looking up I was, I was a big gamer as a kid seriously and, so and now like, you just stream it from itunes he was a game, right. he was game lord game lord yeah yeah a little game bait <laughs> <laughs> but so anyway it's just amazing to think of that we're not that far removed from that time where downloads nope. were like but remember images loading top to bottom oh my god oh, yeah. instead of just how popping annoying up. is that <laughs> like oh there's her hair on her head yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah it was just like crazy to think that like i mean technology moves exponentially now because technology creates more technology mm -hmm. and you know but it's like geez, aliens that, man 
Just giving us their technology. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess uh, I guess that's it for this one. Yeah. Uh, but that was I was giving. I me, loved it. I, I was. I, all right. I, I, I. It's fine that you didn't. You don't have to. No. I, it was. It was. Whatever. But I. I just thought it was interesting. I started off hating these kids, and by the end of the movie, I was like really rooting for them. I also wouldn't be surprised if in fifteen years we, we look back at this Stevie, movie like dazed, kids. like dazed and confused. Yeah. I, dazed and confused and mall rats are like the two. Yeah. That stand out to me that are like the generational movies. Yeah. yeah. So. But uh, I guess let's uh, go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at JoyButts, V-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And you can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. And uh, you can find the show online, Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers or on Twitter at Real Spoilers. Don't forget, we're available on iTunes. You can go there, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, we're on Spotify and, of course, Patreon, Patreon.com slash Real Spoilers. So uh, that's it for this one. Uh, I guess coming up next week is Bohemian Rhapsody. Rhapsody. Yeah. So how about that? So thanks for tuning in. And until next time, Carl and Richie burn the school down. Tell me, what makes Queen any different from all of the other wannabe rock stars? We're four misfits who don't belong together. Playing for the outcast. Queen belongs to them. 